Coming up, we're going to update you on the latest news for Halloween Horror Nights 30 on this episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I'm your host, Craig Williams. Today, I am joined alongside by my co-host, Rhino. Hello. And we have a lot to talk about today, specifically about Halloween Horror Nights. We are less than a month away from the event, and I know there's a lot of people out there who are already completely sick of us talking about Halloween Horror Nights, but you know what? We're in the spooky season. I can't do Mm -hmm. anything about it. That's what the news is right now. It's the news. Uh, Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's the scuttle on the bud. No, that's not how you say it. Forget it. I'm going to I'm going to accept that and take it and run with it. But before we get to all that news, I do need to remind you that this week's episode and every week's episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please, please, please consider booking your next Universal Orlando vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money and you get that world class level of support from the Dreams Unlimited Travel agents. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today to get your free no-obligation quote. Now, oh, big, big news this week for Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, it, it, news specifically that a lot of Florida locals have been waiting for. We were all expecting this news to drop eventually, and it finally happened. And that's the announcement for multi-night tickets for Halloween Horror Nights. That means frequent fear passes, rush of fear passes, those those passes that just get you into Halloween Horror Nights over and over and over again. And you know what? It's not just for Florida locals. There's a lot of people who will you know, come in for a, a, a complete week of Halloween Horror Nights, and they want to go every single night, and it's a lot cheaper than buying individual tickets. So uh, it's not just for locals, but we're going to get to that news in just a second, and we're going to start off with the announcement of the first original house for Halloween Horror Nights 30. Yes, we have our intellect intellectual property houses already set in stone. We have Beetlejuice, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the Haunting of Hill House, and... Why am I blanking on the last one? Frank, the Bride of Frankenstein? Oh, yeah. The, or, or literally, the, the thing I'm wearing yeah, a t-shirt the shirt for that right you're now. wearing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Yes. Um, <laughs> Universal Monsters. The Brank, Bride of Frankenstein lives. Those are our four uh, intellectual property houses. And now we are moving on to our original property houses. And we've only had one announcement now. You know, we know that revenge of the tooth fairy is coming back we know that it's going to we're going to have puppet theater captive audience as was teased last year but this is the first real announcement and that is halloween horror nights icons captured and this is a house that is going to bring together all of the biggest halloween horror nights original icons all together and one uh, house that they're calling a monstrous hell of fame. Like, 
like Hall of Fame, but a hell of fame. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's a pretty, pretty good stuff. I I love a good pun like that. And of course, it's the 30th anniversary of Halloween Horror Nights. So you have to have these big houses that bring in some of the some of the past events, some of the most uh, important parts of the past event that have made Halloween Horror Nights the success that it is every single year. So what icons can we expect to see in this house? Well, of course, Jack the Clown, because mm-hmm. Jack has to be everywhere for this event. So, yeah, he's going to pop up in this house. You're going to have Chance. Of course, uh, Chance hasn't really been around. None of the icons have been around since 2015 for the 25th anniversary of the event, except for Chance, who was the icon for Halloween Horror Nights 26, one of Rhino's favorite icons of all time. Mm, nah. That's right. <laughs> if you have nothing nice to say, you say nothing. Yeah. It's like a, yeah, not for me. Yeah. Not for me. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, for you, though, uh, the director, of course, you like a good director. You you feel like you are from time to time one of those mm. as well, too, but not, not this director. Uh, we also have the caretaker, the usher, the storyteller, fear and lady luck and maybe there's going to be more icons inside the house but that's just all of the ones that have been mentioned and shown off so far and that is a solid list in, in was my lady opinion. luck was she in that scare zone from like five years ago the remember when they did the scare zone and it was the icons because i remember the caretaker and i remember the director no. Yeah, she wasn't there, right? Yeah. Okay. So you're talking at the 25th anniversary event, they had a scare zone set up in Hollywood where they had four of the icons and they kind of had their own little skit where you could, you know, see them uh, commit an atrocious murder. And then also uh, they would, you know, stand around and, and pose for just a second. And mm-hmm. the four, the four, uh, icons they featured for that was the director, the caretaker, usher, and storyteller. And Lady Luck was the event icon for Halloween Horror Nights 21. And she's been oh. missing in action since then. You get it. Lady Luck 21. Blackjack. Oh, I was like, why 21? That makes sense. Here we go. Yeah, it was. That was my first year of attending Halloween Horror Nights. And I did not understand anything about it back then. And I remember it was somewhere over by Sting Alley in New York that they had Lady Luck set up. And I was just I, I was so confused. I'm like, I don't understand who this lady is. I don't. <laughs> why? Why is there just Lady Luck here? What is scary about that? But, you know, as as like the 25th anniversary of the event rolled around and that was really my first taste of the icons, it all started to make a lot more sense. And for the 30th anniversary, obviously, you know, you want all of those icons involved. So it's going to be probably a lot of people's really their first interactions with all of these icons because they haven't been around since 2015 or, you know, because like you, you've been attending the event since then and you were there for the 25th mm-hmm. anniversary, but you weren't you weren't really sold on it back then, I feel like. I I used to be so scared. Yeah, it was it was more like I think in the beginning it was like I went once or twice and then that was enough. And I don't even I don't even think I I did. Um, I mean, before the Diz, I had gone, 
but I didn't do like every house. I did like yeah. two houses and walked through scare zones. And I was like, it's because again, I was like, oh, I didn't understand all the things that had to do with it. I didn't really do any preparation. I literally it was like the day of somebody was like, let's go. And I was like, uh, I get scared. Like, so I never even like paid attention to it as much as I wish I had, you know, for all these years now that I, now that I have fallen in love with it. But yeah, so, so a lot of the times I don't mean in a rude way, the icons don't really mean anything to me. Cause you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all about the IPs. Although in of recent years, I have taken to the, uh, to the original, original properties quite a bit. So, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I love that they do things like this where they're falling back and, and, and giving those like diehard fans something to look forward to that can still be experienced by the casual person, I guess. Yeah. It's, I, I think that's what's really nice about the icons. They don't, A, they're, they're kind of like, overarching caricatures of of characters in general i know that's like the exact same Mm. thing but they're easy characters to understand like the caretaker is a once well-respected surgeon who has become eerily infatuated with the removal of internal organs while his patients are conscious so like it's not really hard to figure out what's going on there the director's an aspiring filmmaker obsessed with capturing the suffering and torture of his victims on film placing them in their very own living horror movie Uh, the usher seeks to invoke violent vengeance on those who don't follow the rules of his theater something that i wish was actually a staple of all movie theaters uh it really you need it for those people who pull out their phone in the middle of a movie it's just it's it's unforgivable And then the storyteller who stops at nothing to entrap guests in her latest tales of terror where no one lives happily ever after. Yeah, she looks like this little sweet old lady, but now she's she's kind of sinister. But uh, as you could tell from the brief descriptions, it's all it's very easy to figure out who these characters are. You don't you Mm -hmm. don't need to know about their background and how they're related and which house they were in at what point in time and and such. It's they're. They're just it's it's really basic, uh, but but I do recommend I will have in terms of the YouTube video of this show, I will have links to all of the the shows that those icons did back at Halloween Horror Nights 25. So you can get kind of an idea. You know, you saw little glimpses of it as you were watching this. And for the audio people too, head over to YouTube.com slash fan. There is a Halloween Horror Nights 25 uh, complete playlist with all of those videos so you can check out what that year of the event was like uh, but yeah we'll have all those so you can kind of get an idea of it as well as uh, for those of you out there who aren't really familiar with with jack the clown of course in chance we also will make sure that we have the the carnage returns the stage show that jack and chance did in uh in halloween horror nights 25 so that gives you a better idea of those characters as well too uh and you know it's it's it'll be your homework before the actual event starts (laughs) and then we'll get to see we'll get to see what what the characters are like this year around as as they they said in one of the earlier press announcements uh, jack and chance and the icons they are all going to be kind of singular things this year that's not necessarily following their last storylines from the last time they're around this is just going to be a glimpse at them so you can all get a good idea of who they are and what they're about and yeah, I cannot I cannot wait for this house at all too. There was even a little tidbit in there 
that, you know, with the house, there's always going to be one icon that kind of, I, I don't remember the exact word of it, but it's kind of like they're going to reign supreme. There's going to be like a, a featured icon, uh, in, depending on what night you go. So, yeah, you want to make sure that you get to visit mm. the house multiple times so you get to see see whatever the little different varieties of are. But, you know, that's always the same, too, about any house is you want to see it as many times as possible because you never know when you just had bad timing with a scare, when you miss something, when you miss those little details. If you can see the houses as much as possible, you're going to get uh, you're going to have the best, best overall impression of the event that you can have or you're going to go too many times and you're going to be completely over it and tired of it. But that's that's up for you to decide, (laughs) not for me. I know I know how I feel about it, but I don't know I don't know how you all feel about it out there. But Rhino, any any other thoughts on the HHN icons captured house? No, I, I I honestly I think it's just one of those things where I think I'm gonna enjoy seeing them in a house versus the scare zone setup. Because the scare zone for me, like I get it, it was cool. It had the photo op, like you said, and they did their little show. Uh but I, I think they're gonna really come come to life like in the in the house so i look forward to it because didn't the 25th anniversary wasn't there like that wasn't icons that was like highlights of best houses right yes so the the scare zone was definitely an icon scare zone but then the 25 years of monsters and mayhem house itself was a blend of like the greatest hits of the houses and you know sometimes you had the icons featured in there as well jack was throughout and i remember caretaker in there at the very least and i feel like at least Mm -hmm. one more was in there as well too but yeah all that aside, yeah. yeah, that was that was a mashup of the best houses, not necessarily just all of the icons. So this is going to be icon heavy. So well, I'm uh, looking definitely. forward to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, me too, me too. And I know, I know, we're gonna have be able to see them out in the streets as well too. So luckily, you know, Universal has put the pedal to the metal in terms of getting all of the scare zones ready for <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights. So when you walk in Universal Studios Florida right now, you are bombarded with the uh, 30 years scare zone just set up right in the middle in between Shrek and Despicable Me. And uh, it's so we know we're going to we're going to see some icons there or we won't end up seeing any icons and it'll just be random characters <laughs> half naked walking through the streets. Which I guess that's also not bad either, but uh, it it would make more sense to have the icons in uh, a scare zone that looks so dedicated to all of the icons. But we're going to get away from that, and we are going to talk about those multi-night tickets now, because if I just convinced you that you need to, you need to go to the event multiple times now to to get the most out of it, then chances are you don't want to buy individual tickets. You want to buy a frequent fear pass or one of those types of passes. And mm-hmm. uh, just like years past, they're, they're always the same setup starting with the Rush of Fear pass. And this is a pass that basically allows you for every night for the first couple weekends. So you have, with that this year, you have the first 16 nights of the event, and that is it. It will take you through September, but you're not going to have any Halloween Horror Nights in October with this. Only only those nights in September. This ticket costs $149.99 plus tax, 
And if you want it with Express, which you can use Express at each house once per night, uh, it is $399.99 plus tax. And this is a savings. This is based on online pricing. You can buy it at the gate. It's a little bit more expensive, but this is all online pricing that I just gave you and I'm about to continue giving you. Uh, For the Halloween Horror Nights Frequent Fear Pass, you have admission to the event every Sunday as well as through, sorry, Sunday through Thursday, plus the first event weekend. You have all those days, and that is 26 full nights of the event. That ticket costs $159.99 plus tax, and if you want the ad they add on for express with that that pass that will cost you $459.99 the next ticket is the frequent fear plus pass i am just putting too many p's on there i can barely talk frequent fear plus pass and that gives you admission every sunday through friday plus the first and last Saturday event nights, and that amounts to 35 total nights, costs $189.99 plus tax. And of course, if you want to add Express on, you get it for $529.99 plus tax. And finally, you have the ultimate frequent fear pass, and that is admission to every single night of the event. You can go every single night and that pass costs 284 dollars and 99 cents plus tax or with express it costs 729 dollars and 99 cents plus tax and the thing to note about this ticket is that it also includes free regular parking after 5 o'clock p.m. on the event nights. So if you don't have an annual pass and you don't want to pay for parking but you know, you still want to attend Halloween Horror Nights. It's one of those tickets where you might have to consider because for $284.99 plus tax, but then, you know, you get free parking after five o'clock, you know, it's it's going to add up. It's going to it's gonna really uh, even out if you don't have an annual pass, you know, because if you do have an annual pass that's above the bottom two levels, you know, if you have the if you have the actually is it just the bottom level i don't even know anymore i've had the premiere pass for so long i just like assume automatically <laughs> free parking is just it's it's a given with it but if you have a annual pass with free parking then you are taken care of on halloween horror nights nights houses just not valet parking that is not available uh for free like if you have that premiere pass you have to pay for that uh, but yeah, in terms of the ticket pricings with frequent fear passes, you know, they went up slightly from yeah. what I remember from uh, 2019 when I bought my pass and we did not get any any special discounts. Usually there was pass holder discounts on the frequent fear pass passes in past years, but those aren't available. But you know what? It's honestly when you consider that like for the for the frequent fear pass and the frequent fear plus Basically, for two, the cost of two event nights, you get twenty six and thirty five different event nights. It's kind of hard to to argue with that and be upset about not having a, a slight extra discount on on a pass like that, on a ticket like that. I'm. Do you? Which one do you think? I'm. I don't know. Which one are you thinking about getting this year? <sighs> it's a tough one. Uh, I every single year. I tell myself that I am never doing another year of Halloween Horror Nights again where I don't have Express because I I just I end up being miserable 
as as it gets like halfway through the event, I get so tired of waiting in the lines. That being said, I'm not like blown away by the the spec houses this year. The you know we have yeah. five houses announced, two more that we think we know, uh, three of the houses we've already done multiple times. So I'm not like I'm not thinking that this year is going to be a heavy house year for me, and. So because of that, I think I've already eliminated Express from my mind until I inevitably, you know, I inevitably I'm going to get through the event and I'm going to say never again next year. I'm getting Express. But I think I think I'm just leaning towards the regular frequent fear pass. I don't I, I know it's nice to have it on Fridays, especially with like friends who work a normal schedule. Mm-hmm. But Typically, uh, Fridays and Saturday nights usually always stressed me out in the past when I did have a pass that allowed me to be in on those nights. So I think I'm happy with just Thursday, Sunday through Thursday, but I, I don't know. I'll, I'll end up changing my mind probably and go Frequent Fear Plus. Yeah, I'm, I was on the fence about it because it's like it's it, like I know what's going to happen, though. So I'm going to get the Sunday through Thursday and then people are just going to keep coming to town and saying like, oh, you want to go on Friday? And I'd be and my thing will be like, I'll go for you with a little bit. If you want to do stay and scream, yeah. I'll stay in the line and I'll do a couple of houses and then I'll leave at like eight o'clock. And that's where I'm like, I know I know Ken and Courtney, our friends, Ken and Courtney got the plus, And that's why I'm like, uh, so now I know we have a group of people that we socialize with that do have it. So I'm like, well, that's another thing. Like, so I, I don't, but I'm with you where I'm like, I don't like, yes, I want to go through the Beetlejuice house a million times, but I don't know. I, I'm not, it's like when I'm wearing it right here, the Ghostbusters one year, I, I would have, I went so much that year because of the lagoon like we don't know if there's going to be a lagoon show or not yet right like I, um, it's it, not official but it's pretty sure that it's coming back yeah well and i'm wondering will it be the one from 2019 or is it going to be a brand new one or are they just going to pop in the old one to be whatever and if they were popping in the 2019 one i'd probably go a lot more because i'd be like oh i want to see it i'm not saying that a 2021 one wouldn't work i think mm-hmm. it would be great and maybe i'll love it even more and that's why i'm like okay I don't know. There was just something where I'm I'm a little I guess I'm just still so nervous right now that it's like I'm on that fence about it. But I think ultimately I'm going to end up with the plus. The- yeah. I, and I mean, that's the that's the whole thing with these these passes. It's a big jump between the frequent fear plus to the yeah. every night pass. But when you consider for thirty dollars more that you can have. You know, uh, 26 nights versus 35 nights, you can have nine extra yeah. nights for $30. That's like the equivalent of three beers at the event. Uh, that right. evens out pretty quickly. So it, it's a lot and easier I, to jump up to that. Well, and with our premiere pass, I think it includes like a Saturday here and there. Mm-hmm. And the and the plus does have the entire first full weekend and the entire last weekend. So I'm like, OK, like. So there's really not even that many days that are cut out of it that I would even want to do. So I that's why I'm always like, I think I should just do this. Like, um, but yeah, I I don't know. Um, did you mention that other ticket that's coming out? No. And so I I know this has been an option, I believe, at some point in time in the past, but I kind of forgot about it. But when it popped up this year, it, it really stuck out to me. And that's that they were blatantly advertising the Scream Early ticket as being mm-hmm. an available option. And so as we've we've mentioned already on this show and in past years, uh, one of our favorite things about Halloween Horror Nights is Stay in Scream. And the gist of that is 
as long as you are in Universal Studios Florida by 5 o'clock when the park closes. As long as you are inside, you are safe. You can enter one of, I believe, last time in 2019, they only had two corrals. In past years, they yeah. had three, but I think they... they brought it down to two now if i'm remembering correctly well, it, was, it was definitely simpsons area and it was definitely yeah. um uh the Finnegan's. one in new york yeah. over there yeah yeah it's because they always are accompanied by a full bar usually yeah. so that people can drink while they wait yes exactly money yeah <laughs> yeah no no that's exactly it and they got rid of the one that was by uh hello kitty because that was always the the third location of it too but uh anyways you have these two areas where basically you all get to load up in these fun corrals where you're uncomfortably close to everyone around. Uh, it was uncomfortable pre-pandemic. I can't imagine what it will be like now, but it's really uncomfortable. But the perk is you get to go into the houses. Usually it's about 30 minutes before the event actually starts. And this mm -hmm. is awesome because if you are on a... On you know, if you're on a, a limited time that you're actually able to go into Halloween Horror Nights, then this is a way that you can definitely make sure you can knock off a couple extra houses without having to pay for and pay for an express pass. You know, it's it's a way to just get a little bit more done early, but it requires you having admission so you can be inside the park before five o'clock. So it's good for annual pass holders. It's good for people who have day tickets. And it's also good for people who have a scream early ticket. It is $30 plus tax. And basically this scream early ticket allows you into universal starting at three o'clock through five o'clock. So it's $30 plus tax and you know, you are able to get into into a stay and scream zone without actually having, you know, without actually having to buy that full day ticket for hundred bucks or having an annual pass. So it's a nice way to make sure you're inside getting ready for the event. And uh, yeah, it's, I, I can't, I, I can't recommend stay and scream enough. I know it's busy. I know it's crazy. Uh, it's not always yeah. the best experience because you're doing houses while it's still really bright outside and your yeah. eyes take a while to adjust. Uh, but it really does help you get a couple things done on those really busy nights. There's been times where I've done stay and scream, done two houses during that. And then the park opens and I'm only able to do like one or two more houses before it gets like so overwhelmingly crazy that I decide to leave. Uh, you know, it's so without stay and scream on those nights, it's like, okay, if I, if I didn't have that, I'm battling crowds then for the next like four or five hours until you get into the last two hours of the night and things start to really calm down again. So uh, it, it's a good way. It's a good way to get in early and make sure you, you get to see a little bit more. Yeah. To do the signature houses. Cause you, it's usually like you get to do a, a couple of the really, really busy ones like stranger things and poltergeist that one year. And I was like, that was pretty much the only way to do those. Cause like, mm -hmm. otherwise they had like an hour and a half, two hour wait. And I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. It was basically you did it then or you had to wait till the very end of the night. And even then, sometimes you're still walking into into a very long line at the end of the night just to get through it. So I, I highly, highly, highly recommend it if you don't have that daytime admission, if you don't have an annual pass. But on your nights that you're doing HHN, if you do want to get in early, take advantage of that stay and scream for 30 extra dollars. Hey, you know, it's it's not a bad I it's not a bad idea. Because especially at three o'clock, you don't have to 
all you have to do is be in the park at five o'clock. So if you get in right at three o'clock, you have two hours that you can go do whatever ride you want. And Mm -hmm. you just have to after, you know, after it's five o'clock, even if you're in line for a ride or whatever, do your ride, do your final ride on E.T. But then you need to know, like, okay. I can't go to like the park exit and leave. I have to go to one of the stay and scream spots because if you go out, you're not getting back in until the event starts at six thirty. So just just be aware of that too. Don't leave once you're inside. Don't leave. <laughs> you get that. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure someone's done it before. I'm sure they've they've bought in. They're like, I'm going for stay and scream, and they walk out of the park and then they're just out. Pete, <laughs> they're having a Pete in Hollywood. <laughs> He left, and then they were like, you can't come back in. And he was like, I needed a cigarette. <laughs> like, It was a whole thing. Well, it was a whole thing. <laughs> that sounds like a whole thing. It's a whole thing that we don't need to get into. But uh, yeah. <laughs> those are your multi-night ticket options. And, of course, single-night event tickets are also available. And if you need any help booking any of those, hey, you know, we always recommend Dreams Unlimited Travel. The agents there can help you out with all of your Halloween Horror Nights needs. Make you make sure you get the best vacation package possible. They can take care of you every step of the way. And yeah, it always helps us. So just keep that in mind. But Rhino, any final thoughts before we wrap up here? No, I think that's it. I, I noticed the scare zone stuff's come popping out here and there. So I'm sure that we're going to get some official announcements about that real soon. Yeah, and uh, even if we don't get official announcements by next week or the week after, you know, we'll we'll make sure that we find a way to update you either on YouTube or on next week's show somehow, so that way we can start getting in the scare zone mood as well too. Right now, we're sticking with official announcements, but we'll uh, dip our toes into the the next realm of seeing what's to come as soon as we can. But that's going to do it for this week's show. Thank you so much for watching and listening. If you were watching on YouTube, please make sure you subscribe to UO Fan if you haven't done so yet. Make sure you hit the thumbs up if you enjoyed the video and leave comments, questions, and those video suggestions in the comments section. And if you're listening to the Disunplugged Universal Edition, please make sure you subscribe wherever you listen and that you're leaving us five stars, ratings, and reviews if you listen through Apple Podcasts and you're enjoying the show. And if you want to support us, remember, Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get that free no-obligation quote at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. But thank you so much, everyone out there, for listening and watching. We truly appreciate you. Rhino, thanks for being here. Thank you. And we will see you again next time with another episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. But until then, remember, we still haven't changed the name. (laughs) 